In 2022, the stock market dropped roughly 20% in a single year. For some, this could begin to make them alter a retirement plan from just a year ago when they were planning on retiring. The question that I have for those individuals is why? Why would the stock market pulling back in a single year alter your decision to retire if that was your plan? So many look at retirement as an age. That's all known. 59 and a half is the age that everyone thinks is time to retire. But many have never actually understood what a retirement plan looks like. Today, I want to discuss how to fireproof your retirement that will leave you stress-free for all of your retirement years. If you'll take the time to build this plan, you will be on your way to feeling in control of your money and know that the moment you are ready to retire, you can make that hard commitment to retire. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on the Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time you're joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and hit the subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, leave a five-star review on the podcast, and most of all, leave a written comment as that is how we get this personal finance information out to more and more listeners. All I can say before I jump into this retirement episode is this has been a week. To start the story off, I'm going to tell you a story about something that happened to me for literally the you know the past few months. I've been going through this and for the, literally maybe the last month, I have walked around the house, the store, the told my friends, told my coworkers, told my family, told everybody I feel the best that I have ever felt. I've said that over and over time and time again. Why, you might ask. Well, I figured you would say that. But for months, I was dealing with this like back pain. This back pain would not go away. I mean, as as hard as I tried, this back pain would not go away. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what was causing it. But this back pain would not go away. So it finally about a month ago, started to clear up and I just had to shout it from every single place that I am no longer having this back pain and I feel the best I have ever felt. Now, last week I was asked, what is something that you're grateful for? As you can assume, I've been saying this for months now, but if you had not heard me as I yelled this from everywhere, my reply was my health, right? I am happy for my health. I am happy with how I've been feeling. I'm grateful for that. That's something I'm grateful for. The next day, I couldn't walk. <laughs> it's like I jinxed myself. It's like as soon as I said, you know what? I am just happy for how I felt. It's like, nope, here we go. Here's some more pain for you. Well, it's totally nuts. I know. I know it. I know it. I know it. Totally nuts. But the great part is that I am feeling better. I'm not going to say this is the greatest I've ever felt because obviously that was earlier, you know, before, before Friday of last week. Uh, but I have taken some days off, uh, but I've gotten back to working out jujitsu. Everything is going great. I am feeling better. 
I am walking just fine. And it's just weird. It's weird how you can be getting around just fine. Life is going good. And then boom, injury. It's, it's totally weird. But the takeaway from this story is that words have power. And my words of saying, I feel great, that has power. That has true power because literally I was hurt right after saying those words that I was grateful for. But that's not what this is about. I mean, maybe, maybe you can say your retirement plans are hurting because there's a good chance that the market has made your retirement plans hurt. But all in all, today's agenda is retirement. And it's retirement from a different way than I've ever talked about it before. And so I'm really happy about this episode. As I was coming up with everything that I wanted to talk about for this episode, I really think it's a great episode. And there's so much to unpack. There's so much to talk about. But it's the one thing that I've never done an episode on. But it's so easy, yet so important that you complete this. So I want you to know that regardless of where you are in your financial journey, whether you are about to retire, you've literally got 30 years to retire, or you're listening in the car with your six-year-old and you're thinking about your six-year-old's retirement, I really don't care where you're at in that retirement journey. There is a key nugget that you can take away from this episode. Trust me. If you will just give it a chance and actually apply this, it's not very hard. I actually give you a link to where you need to go to. I walk you through how to fill it out. All you need to do is collect the information and do it and then make adjustments if necessary. But where did this all come from? I know you're asking. I know you're thinking that. Well, the thing is, I've been listening over the past few months, actually over the past year, I have listened to people talk about that their retirement plans have changed that their retirement plan was that I'm going to retire next year. I'm going to retire this year. I'm going to retire tomorrow. I I don't know. I I really didn't hear anybody say they're going to retire tomorrow. But all in all, I heard so many people say, I'm about to retire. And then all of a sudden, people started to see the market was coming down. Obviously, the market's down, you know, 20% in 2022. It dropped 20% roughly. And that scared a lot of people. And it literally scared them out of retirement. They were like, yep, I'm going to retire in five years. And now it's 10. (laughs) But I don't understand why. I really don't understand it. And, And I want to give you some insights into why I don't understand it. I really don't. And to give you a quick glance into my mind before I talk about this, I kind of wanted to preface it with this. 10 years from now, and this is not a prediction, so don't hold me to this. You know, 10 years from now, when this podcast is still going, And you look back and you're like, 10 years ago, you said this. No, 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 no. This is just me just making up a random number of years. But in 10 years, let's say there's another bear market. But 10 years from now, let's say you are retired. Are you going to just all of a sudden come out of retirement because there's a bear market? Of course not. You're not. Your skill set's way gone. You have have no idea what the current industry is, is asking for. Nor if you did know what they were asking for, you may not even be caught up in it because so far you've been golfing, you've been traveling, you've been doing all these great retirement things before you got hit with this bear market and you're not coming out of retirement. So how does that bear market 10 years from now, how does that vary from the one you just experienced if you had a plan to retire already, right? So what I want to cover today is how you can create this fireproof retirement plan so that regardless of the overall market, you will be confident in your retirement plan, okay? That's what I want to cover today. And if you'll go through this these steps and you'll do this, I'm telling you that you will retire stress-free. 
You will retire knowing you have enough money to survive. You will retire knowing that you have enough money saved up in your retirement accounts to not have to worry about what the overall market is doing. Okay. Trust me. So this is an important step in having a stress-free retirement. But if you'll do this, I promise you, you will be stress-free. This will create that fireproof retirement plan. So what's the first thing you need to do? Well, easily. The first thing you need to do is examine your spending history. It's the number one thing. This is an important first step. And the reason this is such an important first step is that if you don't focus on how much you are spending, you do not know how much you're going to need in retirement. So focus on budgeting. That's how you determine how much you're spending. I have talked so much about budgeting, but it truly is a foundation for personal finances. It truly is a foundation for how you are going to tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. It is the roadmap to understand where your money's going. So if you are about to retire, this is important to know. You really need to know where your money is going. You really do. You really need to know that. Take some time and track it for a few months. This is going to help you know where you're spending most of your money. And if, if, if you're about to retire, it should be fairly accurate. Unless you're just going to magically have this huge lifestyle change, it should be fairly accurate, right? If you're about to retire. So start tracking it now. Give it a few months to see you know, what the average is that you're spending. Decide if that's the life you want to live. And if it is, there you go. There's your answer. There's that number that you need. But you need to exp- examine your spending history. If you're not quite at the retirement age, start tracking this now. Annual recaps are the best judge of how much you spend on average in each category. And I'm saying that because we all go through seasons in our lives. We all go through these various times where we spend more on certain things. I remember back when they had just came out with this pumpkin, uh, what was it? The pumpkin spice, uh, nitro, uh, pumpkin cold brew, whatever it was at Starbucks. And I got that thing and I was like, oh my goodness, this is absolutely delicious. And I ended up going back and back and back and back for this cold brew. I don't know if, I remember if it was a cold brew or nitro or whatever, Starbucks pumpkin spice thing. And I literally got into this habit of going there. But if, but if I looked at that month of going to Starbucks, that number would look inflated because the other like 11 months of the year, I probably went to Starbucks once a month, if any right? So that's, that's not a good, that's not a good indicator. And that's what I'm saying. If you can do annual recaps, that'll give you sort of that average of how much you spent over the year each month in each category. And so that's where I would start. Monthly tracking is great, but we, those seasons that we spend in, I would make sure that I understand how much that I'm spending on average through all of those seasons. Okay. And I talk about it every year, Those end of year annual recaps are great. They're great for doing these type of things. But remember, if you are getting closer to retirement age, that's totally fine. Spend a couple months, you know, really digging in, really trying to figure out how much you're spending in each category and you will be golden. You will be golden, but you need to know. You need to know how much you're spending each month. What is that total number of expenses that you need to live on? How much money do you need to bring in just to pay for your life? right? That's the number you need. That's the number that we really care about. So the things to keep in mind right here, before I go into figuring out how much, um, 
how much you need for retirement to support that lifestyle. What I want to tell you is this. There's a couple things to consider. If you are about to retire and you still have a mortgage, that's going to impact how much you need in expenses, right? Because you need to pay off that mortgage or maybe you're, you're paying rent, right? In, in retired, you need to determine what that is. Because in all honesty, if there's one thing that I can tell you is before you get to retirement, if you can help it. So for those listening that are not near retirement age or maybe you're 20 years out from retirement age, one thing that I would focus on trying to do, if you don't want to build this huge retirement account, you don't want to put all the, you know, this, you don't need millions and millions of dollars in retirement to survive. I would highly suggest you pay off your home before getting to that retirement age. I think that that's something that people are just not doing as often anymore. And I talked about it in a previous episode, but people are just not paying off their houses as much. And that's for most people's about a quarter of their expenses. So think about if you could live on a quarter on 25% less money than you currently do. That's totally amazing. You don't have to have all of these millions of dollars to survive because of the simple fact that you paid off your home. 25% of most people's expenses. It's going up now. I'm seeing some clients that are pushing like 35, 40% of their income, and that's totally nuts. That's totally nuts. Uh, so living you know, somewhere that's within your means is, is totally worth it. And is where you need to be at. So that's step one. You need to examine your spending history. Figure out what those averages are. So step two is you got to figure out how much you need in retirement. How much is going to be enough for you? This is important because if you've never figured out what this number is for you, now's a good time. I don't care if you are about to retire or you or quote unquote think you're about to retire. Hopefully you have done this step because if you haven't, this is like the key to retirement is knowing how much you need and knowing that you, you've you got enough, right? Like that's the key to retirement. So if we cover this step and all of a sudden we go through all these numbers and you realize when you do this for yourself, wow, I don't have enough to retire. Like I can't live on this. Well, maybe now's not the time to retire. I hate to tell you that. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you aren't you know, at your retirement number, and I've talked about this before, that retirement is a number, not an age. But if you're not at that retirement number and you still have some some years left in the tank that you can work, I would highly suggest you keep working. Get to that retirement number. Make that your extreme focus. Be extremely diligent, extremely focused on that one goal, building that retirement account. So if you aren't at the retirement age, this is a great time to set this goal you can figure out how much money you need to be saving every year You can based off of your income. You can do all of this math yourself. I've got a link to the calculator that I go over in this episode in the show notes. So look at that. Go in. You can follow my directions through voice, through video, whatever you're, you're enjoying this episode. But if you'll do this, I'm telling you, you will be on the right track. So for the, this example and for life in general, we are sticking to the 4% rule. The 4% withdrawal rule is is just assuming that if you'll take how much you have saved in all of your retirement accounts and you'll take 4% of that, that's how much you can withdraw each year and live on and you will not run out of money. You know, Generally speaking, you will not run out of money through all markets, right? Through all markets, unless there's this huge downturn of the markets and we go like a decade of negative growth then you will be fine. You will be a okay. So pretty much all you're trying to do here is take 
how much you have saved in retirement total and take 4% of it. So in, in the image that I've got here on the screen, if you're on a podcast, I'll walk through a couple of these. But if you had a $2 million retirement account, right? If you had a $2 million retirement account and you took out 84000 at the end of uh, the first year, right? You took an $84,000 withdrawal, $2 million, your balance at the end would have grown 16,000. It would have, the, the the investments or your mutual funds that probably make up that retirement account would have grown about 100,000 and you would have taken out 84,000. So your overall retirement account would have gone up 16,000. The next year it would have gone up another 16,000, so forth and so on. But if you keep taking out 4% as that balance, as your retirement account grows through these years of it growing more than you're taking out, you're, you're, your income will continue to go up, right? Every year. And that'll match the the overall inflation because we can always expect inflation to, to continue to go up as well. So it's a continuous, you know, cycle. So you need more money every year. You can't say, oh, I'm just gonna take out fifty thousand every year. No, you're gonna need more to live, right? Food's gonna change. All these things are gonna change. So you need more to live. But in this example on the screen, after year, you know, after the first year, you would have taken of a $2 million nest egg or $2 million retirement account. You would have taken out 84,000 for the first year by the 10th year, still taking out that 4%, you would have been drawing out about 90,000, right? And your retirement account would have been at 2 million and it would now be sitting at about 2.1 million, right? So it would have been growing over time, even though you're taking out more and more money. That's important. That's very important. So you got to figure out what that number is for you. And when we're looking at this, what we're looking for is what is the total value of your retirement accounts combined? What is that? That nest egg? What is that? If you have a million dollars, 4%, you're going to be taking out about $40,000, right? Can you live on $40,000? If you can, cool. I just gave you your number. It's a million dollars. You need a million dollars in your retirement accounts. If you can't, let's go higher. 1.5 million maybe? Can you live on $60,000 a year? Because that's 1.5. That's 4% of 1.5 million is a $60,000 a year income. Can you live on it? If you can, cool. 1.5 million is your number. If you can't, let's go higher. 2 million. Just gave you the 2 million. 2 million, not enough. Can you not live on that $80,000 a year? Let's go one more higher. 5 million. $5 million in a retirement account, combined retirement accounts, is $200,000 a year. Can you live on $200,000 a year at a retirement? Sure you can. I'm unless you you have a very luxurious lifestyle, most people can live on 200,000. Most people would love to live on 200,000. The crazy part is is that you can actually get a pay raise in retirement if you know what your number is and you strive very very hard to get there. I'm telling you, I don't know how much you need to live. I have zero idea of how much you need to live. But what I do know that is if you will figure out what that number is for you. If you'll figure out how much of a retirement account value, a nest egg, how much of that can you build over however many years it takes for you to retire? If you can do that and take 4% of it and then say, yep, I can live on that or no, I cannot. You can change it. You can start contributing more. You can, if you are like, whoa, this is way more than I need, contribute less and pay off that house right? Like there's, there's, this is kind of how you have to balance. Every single person's journey is different. Every single person's wants are different. Every single person's needs are different. We have to figure out what that number is for you. And then you just have to execute the plan, right? And your retirement plan is fireproof. So 
let's take this one step further. How are you going to get that goal? Right? So you're like, okay, I see it. You know, how am I going to get the goal? How am I going to do the math for the returns and all that growth and compound interest? How am I going to do it? Well, like I told you, I placed a link in the description, but you can use a compound interest calculator. That's a great start, but you need to collect some information. Okay. So what you need to do is you need to first figure out how much you currently have in your retirement accounts combined. So for this example that I've got on the screen, we're going to use a hundred thousand. So that's in, in this, the, the calculator that I gave you, that's in the link down there. If you will go to that calculator, that initial deposit is where you enter the total of how much you have in your current retirement accounts combined, that nest egg. For this example, like I said, that initial deposit is 100000 So I'm assuming we've already saved $100,000 into retirement. Next step, figure out how much you're going to contribute each month or year. Uh, I prefer to do year because I know how much that I make per year. And I can just take 15% of that because you can, you should be contributing. If you are out of debt and you have saved a three to six months of expenses in a savings account, you should be, you know, taking 15% of your income and putting it towards retirement. That's that. Okay. So if you will do that, if you took 15% in this example, I'm going to say that this individual makes $100,000 a year for easy math. They currently have that $100,000 initial deposit or currently their nest eggs, $100,000 saved up. 15% of $100,000 is $15,000. So every year, like I said, I like to do annual just because it's easier to do the math and the monthly thing. I got you. You could do 15 and divide it by 12 if you would like, but I just put in annually. It gives you the option. So $15,000 of $100,000 income. Okay. So that's that, that's that second number contribution amount, 15,000, the third little spot right there, you choose annually. Next, you need to choose your investment timeline. I am going to say for this example, the individual is 40 and they're going to retire at 60. Okay. That's my goal. So how many years is that? Well, that's 20 years. So an investment time span or years, you're going to put 20 years, right? For that example, maybe you have 40 years, maybe you have 10 years, Whatever your time frame looks like for when you want to retire from the age you are now, when you're putting in this information, that's what you need to put in there. Next, you need to do your rate of return. For me, I like to do an 8% return because that's kind of on the low end of what you're going to see. Most, you know, most stats out there show you that the market returns on average 11% since like the 1920s. So knowing that the market returns about 11%, eight is on the low end of that spectrum. And I want to plan based off of a lower end of that. Could you do 6%? Sure. If that makes you feel better, do 6%. If you, I wouldn't go higher than eight though, just from a planning perspective, I'd stick to eight, eight, seven, six, somewhere in there, five, a little low, but I mean, I guess if you want to, if it makes you feel good, but 8% is kind of that, that sweet spot of where I would want to be. So that's that next part. Finally is the compounding frequency. Just put monthly. Mutual funds vary by fund, but monthly is a good default just because I don't know the structure of your mutual funds. I don't know how often they compound, but just put monthly for simplicity. Finally, hit hit, hit the buttons to calculate and boom, you're going to get this graph. At the top of the graph, it says in 20 years, this 100,000 contributing 15,000 a year would be 1.2 million. Okay. That's 1.2 million is what that account would have got to. What is that for us? We're taking 4%. So that is a 
$1,000 a year income, right? So if you're good with that, cool. Keep grinding, put your 15,000 in a year and roll out. Like you're good. Like you're going to hit it. You're going to be good to go. Your plan is fireproof. If you're not and and 48,000 is like, eh, no, I can't live on that. You got to put more money into retirement. There's only two ways you can do it. You're going to you're going to work longer or you're going to put more money in. But those are your two variables that you can change. You can either work longer, contribute longer, let your money grow longer and continue to contribute 15,000 or if you're going to keep 20 the same, you need to contribute more than 15,000. So that's kind of where I want you to be at. It's kind of what I want you to think about. So look at this number. If you're happy with it, go for it. That's your number. You're going to end at 1.2 million. That's your plan. Your goal is to hit 1.2 million cuz you know 48,000 is what you need. If your number is 60,000, you need to you need to hit higher than that, right? If you want 60,000, your number's 1.5 million that they, you need to be sitting at. Okay? So, go through this process, figure out if that number is for you and roll out. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. That's the third part. Is you got to trust the plan. That's the last step in this. It's just trust it. If you've done the math, trust it. This is just a math game. It's a number game. You have a retirement number, not a retirement age. If the economy is down, who cares? On average, since the 1920s, the market's returned 11%. I do not care that 2022 had a negative 20% growth. I really don't care. I really don't care. And you shouldn't either. If your account was sitting at a certain value that hit your retirement number, cool. Like you, You can't just stop retirement because your account was like, like every year you can't look at your account and be like, Ooh, do I need to go back to work? I'm dropping. I'm dropping. No, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's not how you want to live your life. But you, you do think that retirement is only going to be good for bull markets. No, of course not. That would be illogical to think that. But the goal here is to know that if you, once you know your retirement number, that when you hit it, you, there's nothing holding you back from retirement. There's absolutely nothing holding you back. So go for it. The thing is that many get scared of the unknown. I'm totally honest. People are scared of the unknown and that's okay. It's really okay. But I want you to know that the 4% rule is a great rule to follow for retirement withdrawals. Just remember your money's growing at like 8%. So if you're taking 4%, it's still going up. If one year you're like, whoa, I've got a lot of things coming out and this year I need to draw 6%. If the previous year your retirement account returned 10%, just know you had a little wiggle room. I'm not telling you to do that every year. Obviously, you don't want to burn through the retirement nest egg. But what I'm saying is that we're being very, very conservative with this retirement plan. Very conservative. So don't stress. Trust the process. Trust the plan. And don't stress. Okay? Because in the end, the real goal here to keep in mind is that you should not worry about retirement. If you've gone through and you have this fireproof plan that we just discussed, you have nothing to worry about for retirement. The problem is, is that I commonly see this, but people think that they can retire just because they're at that retirement age. I'm 59 and a half and it's time for me to retire. My work time is done, but that's not a good plan. Your age doesn't pay the bills, right? Being 59 and a half doesn't magically make all your bills go away. If you, you need a plan, you need to know how much money you can draw out based off of your retirement income and then decide if you can retire. This is how retirees end up so stressed out because they don't have the ability to make the money that they need. They don't have the ability to to have the income that they need to survive. 
Remember, retirement is a math formula, not an age. It's truly a math formula. So don't get caught up in, in, oh, well, I'm retirement age. No, you're not. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as retirement age. 59 and a half is this random number put on retirement accounts back in the day by the government to say this is when people are, can start withdrawing from their retirement accounts. That's all it is. That's all 59 and a half is. It's, an, it's a mandate by the federal government for whatever reason. I, I really don't know the reason. I don't know where 59 and a half came from. I don't know. But what I do know, as I've talked about this before, is that they really want you to pull that traditional money out because they want their taxes. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Um, which is why with the Roth, you don't have to worry about pulling that money out. You can just, it's already been taxed. They don't really care because once you die, somebody else is going to pay the taxes on it. So anyways, what I'm saying is retirement is a number, not an age. So if this all sounds good to you, or if you're wondering how can you get some help putting this together, I am absolutely happy to sit down with you and figure out what this retirement looks like for you, what your plan looks like, how you can do that. Just head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. There's a black box that says book now. Hit that. You can schedule a free consultation. During that free consultation, it'll only be about 15 minutes of your time. We'll sit down. We will look at a couple of things that, that I just want to ask questions on to see if a financial coach is a good fit for you. And if it's not, cool. We shake hands. We're best friends and we move on with our lives. But if it is, we'll get you set up on a plan that's good for you, that's going to get you to where you want to be from a personal finance situation. And we will make things happen in your life financially. Now, if you do want to give a little extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I was super excited about creating it just because of all the talk that I've heard, all everything that I'm hearing about retirement, especially during this these past few uh, months, uh, this last year. And everyone was like, oh, I'm about to retire. I'm about to retire. And then, no, I'm not. I want to, I want to encourage you. I want to inject a little hope into your life that you can retire if you hit a retirement number, not age. So I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and like comment, share with all of your family members. This is something that everyone needs. This episode right here is an episode. Everyone needs, everyone needs an episode about retirement because everyone's going to retire. You're eventually going to stop working for whatever reason you're going to stop working. And you need to know what that's going to look like for you financially. So share it with all of your friends, share it with all of your coworkers, share it with everybody that you know, because this is the type of information that's going to help everyone as they hit that retirement age. Now, I really appreciate it. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And like I said, all of this information is intended to help you live a stress-free life. Finances should not stress you out. And this whole, the whole meaning behind this podcast, the whole meaning behind all of these videos is so that we can all be successful from a personal finance situation. That's what I want out of you. And that's what I want to see every single person thrive with their finances. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's financial mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves change our mentality and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned regardless of your platform help us grow as a community please like subscribe and share with the people in your lives